0: Hello. Welcome to Self Talk. I'm Dr. Ray Self, your host. What is this show about? It's about getting free. Getting free from what, you may ask? It's getting free from anything that keeps you away from God's plan for your life, anything that hurts you or suppresses you or causes you harm. That's my heart. That's my passion. I want to see you free. I want to see you living your God-given dream. I want to see you being the person God created you to be. Stay tuned for our next exciting topic. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. Hello, welcome to Self Talk. I am Dr. Ray Self, your host. In this show, I wanna talk about discerning false prophetic words, or how do you know if it's God speaking to you? If you've been around a charismatic church for any length of time, You have probably had someone come up to you and say, I have a word for you, which means a prophetic word. Maybe it was the pastor or an elder or just a person sitting next to you. But the gift of prophecy has been a very common gift in the spirit-filled charismatic world. It gets ridiculed by those outside the charismatic world, which is really sad because scripturally it's very sound. We are commanded in 1 Corinthians 14, 1, Pursue love, earnestly desire spiritual gifts, especially that we would prophesy. Then in verse 39, the scripture says, do not forbid speaking in tongues, but covet to prophesy. I mean, how plain can you get? Why is it such an important gift? Because it's God speaking to us. If it's if it's true gift, if it's a real gift, it's God speaking to us. And so I want to tell you something. When God's got something to say, it's important. And it's life-changing. But how do you know? How do you discern if it's real or not? How do you discern if it's, if it's true or not? Now, listen, I've been around the charismatic world for many years. I have heard probably thousands of prophetic words. Some of them are great. Some of them have been not so great. Some of them have been purely false. Some of them have been confusing. I've heard, I've heard it all, and it doesn't bother me. It's interesting um, as a teacher Uh, And as a minister, I've had people come up to me, Dr. Self, Dr. Self, I I just got a word. and It's not from God. What do I do? What do I do? I said, you know, to me, it's like, don't worry about it. If it's not from God, what are you worried about? And, you know, you can always pray, Lord Jesus, anything not of you, just let it fall to the ground. I do not worry about bad prophetic words. I, I have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in me Bears witness with what is true and what is not true. You have the Holy Spirit. It, it, It works like this. If the Holy Spirit is talking through another person, the Holy Spirit in you should recognize his own voice. Now, let me speak something very clearly. People who give bad prophetic words, that does not mean they're a false prophet. It means they are human A false prophet is someone who intentionally gives bad words normally for personal gain, but just because someone misses it or makes a mistake does not make them a false prophet. There's in the fivefold ministry, you have pastors and evangelists and teachers and and prophets and, um, you know, you have the whole, the whole fivefold ministry. And when a pastor makes a mistake, you don't claim he's a false pastor. When a pastor, An evangelist makes a mistake. You don't claim he's a false evangelist. And so when a prophet makes a mistake, it doesn't mean he's a false prophet. It means he's human. So many times when you get a prophetic word, it's usually, well, not usually, but many times it's a mixture. It's a mixture of the person who's given it to you, their flesh and their thoughts, and then God. I have heard words, prophetic words from other people that have changed my life that have literally rocked my world and and set me on fire and just done an incredible influence in my life. But how do you know when the person comes up and goes, I believe you're the Lord's saying to you, how do you know if it's God? Now, mistake number one, you got to understand that God can use anyone to speak to you. They don't have to have a PhD to hear from God. Matter of fact, it could be a child. You can receive a prophetic word from someone not knowing they're giving you a prophetic word. But so how do you how do you know? You know, first off, like I just said, the Bible says, talks about bearing witness. Now, bearing witness means this: it means that the Holy Spirit in you, in your heart, in your your temple, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, depending on which Bible version you read, when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, the Holy Spirit in you is in agreement with that. When it's not the Holy Spirit speaking to you, there's what we call a check in your spirit. There's an uneasiness. There's something that doesn't seem right. And you have to pay attention to those feelings. Pay attention to what I call that gut feeling or that check in your spirit. If the word is confusing, God's not an author of confusion. So normally, anytime a word is given to you, a prophetic word, somebody claims to hear something from God and it's causing confusion, then that's not coming from the Lord. However, there are times if you are in your flesh, the Holy Spirit will cause a conflict within you, which can seem confusing. But normally, if you hear a word that's causing a lot of mental confusion, that's not going to be coming from God. Now, listen, again, you don't want to label the person who gave you the bad prophetic word as false prophet an evil person. More than likely, they were doing what they thought was best, and they were probably trying to bless you. And it could have been the word they gave was just their own imagination, their own thoughts, something that they came up with. Rarely is it a demonic uh, word, Okay. Now, if, if the word contains a whole lot of condemnation and shame and guilt in it, yeah, it could be demonic. But even that, most people are doing the best they can at any given time, and people are imperfect, and people make mistakes. The responsibility of a new covenant Christian, you have the responsibility to determine if the word's from God or not. Now, in the old covenant, when the Holy Spirit had not fallen upon people, the prophets were held highly responsible because People didn't really have the Holy Spirit in order to judge prophetic words, but you have the Holy Spirit. I often use this little example. If I were to give you a prophetic word, let's say your name is Joe. Hey, Joe, I believe or hear the Lord Lord, give me a word for you, Joe. And the word is this. You are to quit your present job and open up a car lot. God is going to bless you tremendously if you will open up a used car lot. Now, that turns out that word is not from God. But Joe goes and opens up a used car lot. It turns out to be a disaster. So the question is, who made the mistake? And the answer to that is, we both did. I made the mistake of giving him a word that was incorrect. He made the mistake of receiving an incorrect word. The primary responsibility with prophecy rests with the recipient You have a responsibility from God to be able to discern what is of him and what is not of him. That's what a mature Christian should be able to do. If you're struggling with this, you can always ask the Lord to give you the gift of discernment. Help me, Lord, to discern is this of you or not. Now, the young woman comes up and she gives you this prophetic word about uh, something that's going to happen to you and Again, again, you're just really not sure about it. Then we do this thing called put it on the shelf, which means I'm not sure about that. Thank you so much for that word. I'm going to set it aside and we'll just see what happens with that word. Okay. Now, but judging prophetic words is important. The most important thing would be, is the word in alignment with scripture? Does the scripture validate this word? If the word is in disagreement with biblical principles, then that word's not coming from God. Now, I um uh, got a call from a pastor some years ago, and he said, uh, he said, Ray, I got a word from the Lord. He has told me to leave my wife. And I said, Pastor, um, I mean, is she having an affair? No, no, no. I just know that God wants me to leave my wife. I got a word from him. He spoke to me and uh, I'm to leave my wife and move on. I said, Pastor, that's not coming from God. I mean, has she abused you? Is she hitting you? Is she um, Has she abandoned you? Is she having an affair? No, none of that stuff. I just know I'm supposed to to, to leave her because the Holy Spirit has told me. I said, no, Pastor, that's in violation of scriptural principles. That's not coming from God. So, of course, what he did was what a lot of people do. He started making phone calls until he finally found someone to agree with him. And that's what people do but discerning prophetic words does it line up with the Bible now you got to know the Bible know if it lines up with the Bible if you're not sure ask a Bible scholar does it bear witness does the Holy Spirit in you agree with it does the word contain condemnation or shame there's no therefore no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus if the word contains condemnation or shame, that's not coming from God. Jesus took condemnation and shame to the cross. It does not belong to us, and God's not going to put something back on us that Jesus took to the cross. Does the word, is the word something a loving father would say to his child? And that's critical. Is it something a loving father would say to his child? Is the word something Jesus would say to you You know, that's one way you judge. If it's not something Jesus would say or a loving father would say, then it's probably not coming from God. And again, if you get something that's not from God, don't freak out. It's not from God. It's not going to take place. Don't worry about it. I don't know why people get so freaked out when they get these words that are obviously bad. It's like something terrible is going to happen. Well, just pray the name of Jesus over yourself. Don't worry about it. Pray for the person who gave you the word, okay, that maybe they would hear better the next time. So if it doesn't line up with scripture, if it doesn't bear witness, if it contains condemnation or shame, it's, it's not from God. Um, some people will say, you know, is the person under authority? Is the person have a bad reputation? And that's kind of dangerous because God can use anybody he, he wants to use. Okay. So you got to be careful with that. The main thing I would say is there's no peace when it's not from God. The Holy Spirit leads us with peace. When you hear something that's from the Lord, there's a peace in your heart. There's a peace that passes understanding. It doesn't always work with your logic, but it works with your heart. Your heart has peace about it. Another thing you can do with prophetic words is you can find a mature, spirit-filled Christian, give them the word, tell them what was said to you, and let them discern it for you. Okay? Now, very careful here. Most prophetic words require confirmation. If you look in scripture time and time again, the Lord would confirm prophetic words. How many times did we hear Jesus was going to go to the cross and die and raise on the third day? It was multiple times. God confirms this word. So when you get a word that you're not sure about, if you put it on the shelf and you wait and see if it's from God, normally he will confirm it. My experience has been that, and now this, this has just been my experience, is that normally he will confirm a word three times. In other words, you have the original word, you'll get two more confirmations of it. That's been my experience, three confirmations. God knows that we have a tendency to doubt because we have flesh and we have fears and anxieties, so he will repeat himself over and over to make sure we get the point, point. Isn't that interesting? Remember how your parents used to repeat themselves to you to make sure you got a point? God will do the same thing. So don't worry when you get a word that seems a prophetic word from a well-meaning person that just doesn't seem right with you. I mean, it's not going to hurt you. Now, if, if the word contains a curse or condemnation, just in your spirit, just make a determination, I will not receive that word. Many times what I do when I'm being prayed over, and you know how in the charismatic churches people like to pray over you. Sometimes you have 10 or 12 people laying hands on you. I will be there and people are praying over me and I will say something like uh, to myself, I just claim whatever is of you, Jesus. If it's not of Jesus Christ, I just pray it will fall to the ground. Let it fall to the ground. And I sort of say that to myself and I just don't worry about it. I don't get all freaked out about bad prophetic words. I I really, you know, I don't, I don't. If it's something that God wants you to know, he's going to confirm it. Also, normally he'll put a desire in your heart for it. He's not going to completely freak you out with it. Jesus said this, he said, I will tell you the things that are come to pass. So when they come to pass, you will know it is of me. In other words, the Lord will tell you what is to come to pass. So when it happens, you know it's from him. And I think I maybe have said this story um, in the podcast before, but years ago, years ago when I was in seminary, I really felt I heard the Lord speak to me. Now, listen, prophecy is God speaking. And sometimes the prophetic word doesn't come from anybody. It comes from the Holy Spirit. Um, I heard the Lord speaking to me. I was working on my master's degree and I heard the Lord say, Ray, I'm going to give you this school. And I think, it was a strange word. Like, why would I want this school? Why would I want this college? Um, You know, and so I just, I remember that very clearly. And it wasn't a desire. It wasn't something that I wanted, but it was something I could not get out of my mind. That's another thing. When the Lord speaks to you, it's kind of, it sticks with you. So I was very blessed to finish my master's and then work toward my doctorate and finish my doctorate. About a month after I finished my doctorate, the president of the seminary came to me and told me he had another job offer with another college and asked me if I would take over presidency of the seminary. In other words, the Lord was giving me a school. I had heard the prophetic word, that the Lord was going to give me the school, and then it came to pass. Now, I would have totally rejected that, been freaked out by the offer. But I knew in my spirit, God was preparing me for this. And I knew because he had spoken to me about this, that this was God's will for my life. And that's a lesson there. He'll tell you things that have come to pass. So when they come to pass, you'll know that it is him. Okay. And one thing I will tell you about God when he speaks, it's going to be bigger than you could imagine. It's going to be different than you would think. I never, ever, ever dreamed of being a a seminary president, of having my own, being responsible for my own school. I never, never thought of that. But see, God has plans that are bigger and better than you could think or imagine. Book of Ephesians and Isaiah, it says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. My ways are higher than your ways. See, God, when God speaks, it's, it's bigger than you. It's better than you. Now, I want to change topics here real quick. I'm a little disturbed about something with the prophetic people. Some people call themselves prophets. Some are just prophetic people. I think there's a difference between a prophet and a prophetic person, um, or somebody operating a gift of prophecy. But I heard in our recent election multiple prophecies that uh, Donald Trump was going to win by a landslide. I heard other prophecies uh, about various things that were going to happen, and these things didn't happen. It seems like every year, especially toward the end of the year with the new year coming, you'll hear very grandiose prophecies that, you know, what's going to happen in the next year? And somebody will speak this huge, grandiose prophecy, you know, that's just off the Richter scale. And then, lo and behold, it does not come true. And then the prophet just seems to disappear. There's no comments. There's nothing about it. Where's the humility? Why aren't these prophets repenting and going, guys, I missed it. What about the people? Now, this is not a political statement. I'm not talking about being a Biden supporter or Trump supporter. All I'm talking about is the people that prophesied Donald Trump winning by a landslide. It didn't happen. Okay. It, it did not happen. You can say, well, yeah, it's a lot of fraud, but, uh, you know. The point is this, I believe when a prophecy is given that is obviously a mistake, just like any other sin in our life, we need to repent. We need to confess that sin, repent of that sin, and ask forgiveness of that sin. We need to do the biblical principle. But what I don't see so many times is prophetic people making mistakes and repenting for it. Why don't they repent? You know, why don't they repent? I remember, I'll show the age here, back in uh, the year 2000. Remember Y2K? When the year 2000 hit, you know, all computers would crash. The police department would quit working. Banks would fail. Governments would fail. It was going to be the biggest catastrophe ever. And the prophets were saying, this is the, this is the end. Take your money out of the banks. Do all this sort of stuff. I knew in my spirit it wasn't going to happen. What I did not see, again, was the prophetic people who prophesied this repenting for their mistakes. And I really think if you operate in the gift of prophecy, and, and, and I and I do operate in that gift. Some people call me a prophet. I believe we need to be humble and know that we miss it and know that we make mistakes. See, God, God works with the humility. He, he, he anoints humility, but he doesn't anoint cover-up, and he doesn't anoint people who are unwilling to admit their flaws and admit their mistakes. I think we need to start getting real, and when we mess up and we miss it, it you know, it's, it's a mistake. Take ownership of it. Take ownership. You know, my bad. I missed it. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I missed it, but I did. Now, some prophecies, just being real, are conditional. Conditional. And it could be the conditions were not met. There wasn't enough faith. There wasn't enough prayer. You know, if my people will humble themselves and pray, there wasn't enough of the conditions were not met. Therefore, the prophecy didn't come true. And that that can always happen. And I recognize that. Okay. But know this too. The prophetic gift is wonderful. It is important. I cannot tell you how many times my life has been changed and confirmed and blessed by the prophetic gift it's important i have discerned a lot of prophetic words that are wonderful and i knew are from god i have discerned other words that were unscriptural and i knew they were not from god i didn't have a witness in my spirit there were words that caused condemnation and shame i knew that was not coming from god and i have discerned other words that i knew were from god and i want to tell you something If you discern a word that is from the Lord, you need to respond to that word, mix that word with faith, pray over that word, and act on that word. Now, don't do something crazy. Wait for your confirmation. Pray for your confirmation, but don't ignore it. Write them down. Review these prophetic words. Look at them over and over again. God wants to speak to us. One of the ways God speaks to us is through prophecy. And you can say, well, we got all kinds of prophecy in the Bible that spoke to us. It sure does. It absolutely does. But I want you to know the author of the Bible, he's still alive and he's still speaking to us. If we have the ability to listen and the ability to discern, let's pray. Heavenly Father, for everyone listening to my voice now, I ask you to stir up the gift of discernment so we can discern what is of you and what is not of you, when you're speaking and when you're not speaking. Father, give us the gift of faith to act on and to to obey what you're telling us to do, Father. And I thank you, Father, that everything must be done in love and everything must glorify you, Father, in Jesus' name. And I want to close with this. If prophecy, if a prophetic word is not glorifying Jesus or have something to do with Jesus, it's definitely not from God. Amen. I'm Dr. Ray Self, and I really thank you for listening. Please check out My website. I'm president of the International College of Ministry. Our website is icmcollege.org. You can do a lot of cool stuff on that website. You can sample a course for free. You can get a free evaluation. We'll give you a you fill out a little short form, we'll email you what it would take for you to get a degree, what courses you would need for your degree, how much it's going to cost you, what your payment options are, the whole thing. Most people get quite a bit of advanced placement. We can give credit for life experience. Also, please don't forget my book, Hear His Voice, Be His Voice on Amazon.com. I got a little special going on now. If you make a $10 donation to our Hardship Scholarship Fund at icmcollege.org, I will mail you a copy of my book, a signed copy of that book. My, My autograph's worth at least 50 cents. I will mail you a copy of the book, or just get it on amazon.com. I love you very much. This is Dr. Ray Self over and out. God bless you. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel. Please visit my website at icmcollege.org for more information and some really cool free stuff. Be sure and like me on Facebook. Check out my YouTube videos. You can also purchase my latest book, Hear His Voice, Be His Voice, on Amazon.com.